Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds. I'm Dan. And I'm Sheila. And we are back for episode 18 of, sorry, episode 17 17. of Vincenzo. (laughs) God, if only I could watch episode 18. Ooh. (laughs) I made the mistake of uh, watching this, uh, oh my God, watching episode 17 two days before we could record this. Uh, Ergo, I've been patiently awaiting. It wasn't my fault. Who's blaming you? I'm not blaming no. you. you I told me. you not to watch it until just before we recorded. Yeah, this is this is a lot of episode. <laughs> oh. oh my god, is this a lot of episode? Yeah, like I- it's just I um week in week out, we've been very open about how this is the best show, but this episode, oh, it, I mean, it comes down to we were we were waiting for Vincenzo to get real. And for us to see the Vincenzo that everybody in Italy is scared of. And we finally got there. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, as they he shouldn't have made out, it personal. Yeah, as he points out, up until this point, you weren't worth my killing yep. because it would be a hassle. Yep. However, you killed my mother and you shouldn't have done that. Oh, they shouldn't have done that. Oh, they made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, all of us who have been watching this show know that that was the critical yeah, was the, the pivotal moment where everything went awry for these people there's no getting out of it now no oh it's it's over it is so profoundly over and then oh my god so uh we pick up exactly where we left off vincenzo walks in he leaves them out and he says i'm not going to shoot you tonight because I live by a single principle. And that principle is, what a blessing it is to have a peaceful death. Yeah. <laughs> a peaceful and painless death. You know? <laughs> I'm not gonna, like, if I shoot you right now, this would all be over. And that's not what you deserve. <laughs> Damn, Vincenzo! Yeah. I tell oh ya. my god, week in, week out, there's there's nobody better than Vincenzo. <laughs> Damn. So yeah, he's like, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to publicly humiliate you. I'm going to destroy your company. You will be publicly humiliated, and then you will die in agony. A slow and painful death. (laughs) Yup. Oh my god. Again, can you believe, like, we're watching the main character of a show do this, and 100% believe that this main character will do this oh you have no idea. no idea oh no i have some idea what's coming because jun woo doesn't really believe him so he shoots off the bottom of jun woo's ear yep he's like you think i don't have the guts to pull the trigger i'm going to mark you so you know what's coming yeah wow so yeah this is this is everything we wanted it to be <laughs> yeah uh, well the thing is is that as i said they had last week. They yeah. had to kill his mother. Oh, I know. To make the end justifiable. Justifiable. And yeah, I know this is about to get rough. Believe me, I know oh that this is about God, to get rough. Three more episodes after this. Well, the, the well, no, just ep- the content of this episode. I know everything's oh. going to get rough. Yeah, like, this episode is insane. Again, yep. oh wow. 
All right, so yeah, let's let's get into it. So Vincenzo's mother is dead, and he is understandably not taking it well. We do this incredible <laughs> shot where everything is twisted 90 degrees to the side as he stands over his mother's uh, grave. This is not his mother's grave. His, the table uh, the in the hospital. Because, like, and... you know, because everything is upside down now. And it's like, yeah. for the first time in his life, he felt he... like he had something. He had somewhere to belong and he had love and something was easy for the first time in his life. Yes, since so he could, yeah, for, since he was a child, yeah, like he felt loved in an uncomplicated way for the first time in his life. Because I'm sure his his dad loved him. Yes, I'm sure his dad, the mob boss, loved him. But that love came with a brother who thought he didn't belong there, and it came expectations that in order to earn his place in the family he'd been adopted into, he had to be better than everyone else, which he was. But all of that is pressure and all of that is expectation that's friggin' hard on a kid. And with this, for the first time in his life, he had a parent who just, no question, loved him unconditionally. Yep. And that's what they took from him. He got to be a child for the first time in his life since he was four, since, since he was six years old, you know? He got to be someone's just their child. It's It's brutal. Yeah, it was just brutal. And there's, you know, Chung. Uh, oh, God. Chai. You know, I mean, the, 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 I mean, the, he, he sells it. He just. Oh, my God. This, him just, they do such a long scene with just him and his mother's body. Yeah. And wow, does he sell this thing. What you a know? performance. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. And then we go right to the wake. And we see that, of course, it's being like the rites are being performed by the local Buddhists, Buddhists, because, of course, yes. it is, you know, because he's got he's got friends now who are Buddhists to do this. And then everybody it is so crazy seeing just every character in their black funeral suits. Yep, Like everybody shows up for the funeral because, of course, they do. They're just devastated for yeah. him. Yeah, everyone is just inconsolable and just sitting there drinking. And they just, oh, everyone is so morose. And it's so weird to see everybody that way for the first time. Like everyone, everyone is linked in the same grief right now. Because yeah. if they weren't a family before, this tragedy has made them one. Yeah. I mean, this is I think. The final step. <laughs> this is the in final creating step. Creating a family. Yeah, I think that's true, you know? Because. Yeah. He's not comfortable. <laughs> like, the grieving is so different for him. It's not something yes. he's done before. So he needs them all to grieve with him. For him to be able to grieve. Uh, he's a fantastic character. It's a fantastic performance. He's an amazing actor. Like, what more can we say about this? Yes. Wow. Nothing. <laughs> like, what more can you say? This guy is just... He's incredible in this part. And then you have... Oh, God, him and Shayun, like, down by the river. You know? Yes, oh. at the graveyard. And it's like, he, him talking about how he doesn't really know how to grieve because he's never had to go through this. Yeah. But it's like, he's never, like, he was so wrapped up in all of his anger at his mother for abandoning him, and now he just misses her. And now he just wants her back, and now he just wishes he had more time with her. And it's like, Seeing him so completely distraught is, I mean, it's an experience we 
you know, could not have expected from Vincenzo. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, unbelievably powerful scene. Yeah. And it's just one himself. after another. And of course he blames himself. I mean, yeah. I'm not like, yeah, there are villains who did this, but at the same time, like, it's it's a series of actions that, you know, were caused by stuff he, like, his reactions to these people. Like, it's not like he is blameless in her death. He provoked, well, mo he provoked monsters. And he screwed around with monsters when he should have been killing monsters. And he knows that now, and that's why he's going to give them the worst fate he can manage. Well, I think, though, the, the big issue here is, though, that if he had not come back she and would still be alive. Oh, and he says that. No, yeah. no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, okay. No, if he had not come back, there never would have been a reconciliation. That's true. And yes. there would yes. never have been possibility for him to get rid of that anger and redemption. Just remember what the monk said to him, what, eight episodes ago? Yeah. That no, you can't. And there was no possibility for reconciliation. You're right, you're right. He would have never found out what had happened, why his mother didn't come back, why he was adopted. All of the things that he yeah. didn't know, he now knows. And in the end, his mother only had a few more months. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah. now he misses those months. He will always miss that. He regrets not having those months. That but extra time with her. Uh, you know, Chen yeah. Ho, you know, it's she has that regret with her father. Yep. They now have this thing that binds them together, this mutual regret of losing parents to the same villains. Yep. That that, you know, brings about a regret. Oh, absolutely. And so I, I think that right, um in the in that sense he will come to terms with that particular guilt just as she is coming to terms with that particular guilt. Yeah. Right? I think you're right. I, well I don't I don't know because that that really, you know, is is one of those unanswered his mother his mother gives him that final letter. Oh my god, the letter that Cha when we finally found out what was in the letter that Chayun Oh my. Oh god, if you want to cry. Oh, this this twice, can do that for you. Yeah, twice last time, once like this. Oh my god, it's so brutal. But yeah, two crying last time, one crying this time. Oh, that letter is so beautiful. And his mother, right? And oh. his mother works here to alleviate. Yeah, take away the guilt uh, from him. Yeah, that yeah. that this was the best thing that could have happened to her. Yep, actually getting to contact her son again that yes. she never thought she would see to actually have this relationship with her son. Oh my god. I mean, this is why she she was just ready to die. Yep. I know. I mean, it's it's heartbreaking. It's unbelievably heartbreaking. Yep. I tell you oh. this, this show <laughs> it it brings it. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. And then oh my god. The moment when the montage we get, because then we cut over to the, oh my God, we cut over to the two brothers, right? And Miss Che. And, he, and, and of course, Jun Wu is just like, whatever it takes, you have to kill this man right now. 
right? No matter the cost, whatever it takes, he has to go. And he, uh, cause all he cares about is, you know, getting his ear fixed and putting things back on track. Like he, he is not capable of, you know, being scared or shamed or, you know, living in terror the way everybody else is. Cause you've got, you miss Jay, who's legitimately scared. You've got little brother who is not sure he's on the right side of this. Well, he can't. He can't well, make a decision. Even, we'll I talk think about he that. Knows, I think he knows he's on the wrong side. Yeah, he knows. But how could he get out? But how can he get out? Yeah. And I mean, be alive. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, he understands in some ways even more than this child and, and that the threat that his brother poses. Yeah. His brother has been torturing him all his life. Yep. He knows that his brother will kill him. Oh, yeah. You know, and... um, I mean, just the fact that, like, he was volunteering to go to jail, you know, just to get away from his brother. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why he... Can, like, I think it's pretty clear that that's why he keeps offering to take the fall for their crimes. Because <laughs> that way he'll get away from this maniac. Yeah. Oh my First god! Time in his life, anything that happens in jail can't be as bad as spending time with his brother. Yes, and then we have Vincenzo oh, lying in bed, just and having nightmares. Yes, about this incident that we've kept getting flashes of of him murdering a whole bunch of people in a car, and then seeing a little girl still sitting in that car clinging to her teddy bear and him thinking back and suddenly seeing himself as an orphan. Yeah. Right. Oh, we that haven't seen that. Yeah. That seems to have been the catalyst. I think that's Oh no, the that's 100% the catalyst of him getting out. Yeah. Like knowing he had to get out of the mafia. I, I think that that seems to be the implication. Like we, he's never talked about it and we've only seen oh. these tiny clips of the scene, but I, I think it's a pretty Im clear implication that this is the moment he decided to get out of the life, whatever it took, you know, yeah. and then he got the opportunity to get out of the life when he found out about the guy dying and the money being available. Yeah. <laughs> it got a lot more complicated after that, but yeah. And so we see him just lying in, uh, you know, lying in bed and being haunted by it. And yeah. of course, hearing Inzaghi outside. Oh, yes, and I must remind you that Inzaghi... Oh, yes, I did say that. No, no, before. you told us. You explained Inzaghi. Yeah. Yeah. And he and goes out to feed blue, Inzaghi, which is so beautiful. A little blue ribbon around his leg. I know. He's such a cute little bird. Yes. <laughs> he really is. Like, they've done a great job of, like, really giving that bird a lot of personality. <laughs> Not yeah. something you expected to see in a show like this, but here we are. And then... He goes and gets his gun that uh, Mr. Cho brings to him. Yep. And he's like, because I'm getting ready for something. <laughs> and he says, uh, Mr. Cho even says, you know, it would be easier to just kill these people. And Vincenzo's like, no, this is the highest stake game of chess there is. And I'm going to play it better than they can. And then we see beautifully that the entire mall has closed. Yes. The entire mall is in mourning. Everybody. The entire thing is shut down until Vincenzo's stuff is taken care of. And that's, again, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And we know the building's going to blow up. Like, we remember the first episode, okay? 
we know it's going to happen eventually, but seeing everybody voluntarily shutting things down so they can be there for Vincenzo. Oh, it's so beautiful. And of course he can't easily accept their help. They're all in mourning. Everybody's in mourning and everyone wants to be there for him. And he doesn't know how to say yes to that immediately. We know he's going to, but he doesn't know how to just immediately say yes and say thank you because he's still a closed off person. But they're all there for him when he needs it. And that's what matters. And it's like seeing all of these wacky characters get these completely genuine heartfelt moments. You know, it's like, wow, they, they do. They do a fantastic job. Like all of these have always felt like, you know, the, the, such broad comedy in all these scenes. And they have found the depth and the humanity inside all of these broadly comic characters. Yep. And like the stuff this show is pulling off to de so deftly go from comedy to drama and back. Yep. Who does this? Oh, it's such a beautiful scene. I mean, for the love of God, again, the gangsters. The gangsters are all there. Yep. They're no longer gangsters. They're no longer gangsters. They're part of the family. Some ways. <laughs> oh, of course, yes. They're still con but artists. But, but it's like when you see this moment where like the the henchman, right? Because the, there's yeah. the, the accountant and the leader and the henchman. And you got the henchman putting his hand on Mr. Ann's back. Yeah. You know, it's just this tiny moment of like they're all feeling this together. It's so beautiful. Oh my yeah. god. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because because he changed all their lives. Yep. And made them understand that together was they could. Yeah, yeah you know, they could accomplish these changed, things. They could even if only for themselves. Oh yeah. It's you so know? beautiful. And then we find out, oh my god, uh that they're planning another auction party. For the Babel building. They're finally ready to move forward. And they're planning the auction for the Babel building. Yeah. And little brother says to uh, Jun Wu, you don't have to do this. It's too dangerous with Vincenzo running around. Like, you, we can just handle the auction. And he's like, no, it's my party. I'm going. And then uh, then he gets a call Bring from Vincenzo. Bring the Vincen tower. Yeah. Bring the tower. And then he gets a call from Vincenzo saying... You don't realize this, but you have started a game with chess of chess with me, and you're going to lose. Yep. <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah, and Jun Wu says, well, it's boring. <laughs> no. And then we get the moment. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Italian version of the famous adage, the moment you feel fear, you've lost. Yes. <laughs> and as he said, but I mean, the way he phrases it is uh, defeat begins with fear, but it's a famous saying, like the minute you're scared, you've lost. Oh, it's so beautiful. And so they grab the building. Oh, wow. All right. And then who God, uh, you get all of the people like wondering what they can do sitting at the uh, sitting in the restaurant together and everybody's sharing the the chocolate gum that, that yes that, that is that is uh, yeah. being that they're being paid to fe feature in the show yeah that we're like chocolate candy coffee gum whatever it is well it's instead of you can take it instead of instead coffee of, right 
things. It's a okay. There you go. That's right? what it's, it's what it is. I I just I'm going. There's got to be something more than just product placement. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it is it is pretty clearly product placement. Though. Oh yes, like, for they're sure. Very clearly being paid to showcase this product. Well, yes. Well, this show had to cost a friggin' fortune. Well, isn't it something we haven't actually talked about a lot? Uh, because you know, it's it's in in its own way self evident, but it's it's worth mentioning just what a gigantic cast this show has. It's a gigantic cast. The yeah. sets. Oh, the sets, the locations, like. M- a huge amount of money was spent on this show. And then they come in with Vincenzo's credit card. Vincenzo's credit card. So they can all go get their uniforms. Oh, we're family now? Well, we better start dressing like it. And how do they dress? Like that scene with them walking? Walking out, everyone's so stylish. Oh, I loved it. Oh my God. All of Back and they've got the great music and oh, they're such you know a and scene. <laughs> it's just gorgeous yeah. all in variations of black pants dresses suits black shirts white shirts <laughs> just yeah. like this whole thing was just stunning and then we get this great moment where they're talking about um uh where we see ja, where we see Chayun and Vincenzo talking about, you know, their moves. And they say that Mr. An has finished breaking down everything in the the guillotine file, the guillotine mm-hmm. file, right? And how they can use that. And so, uh, so it's ready to start making moves. And Vincenzo says uh, uh, a thing that I'm sure is going to be important later that they're going to, well, you know, it's like, we're going to be bringing the tower down. We might as well use it to bury some garbage. And I'm like, is... Is Junwoo going to be in that building when it explodes? I feel like Junwoo might be in that building when... I mean, again, I don't know where the show's going. I don't want to predict anything. I feel like Junwoo might be in that building when it blows up. Well, the only thing... I, can I make one comment? Go, please. You're wrong. That would oh, not okay. be slow and painful. Oh, you're right. That wouldn't be slow and painful. You're absolutely right. That wouldn't be awful enough. But no. it's just that... Uh, oh, my God. We'll see. And so now we do we do the auction scene again, because this time he's like, okay, the last one didn't work out well enough, so let's do the auction scene. And so the people come, and they start saying, here's what we'll give you for our places in the tower, and he's, you know, re- uh, reestablishing Babel's claim on all of these parts of the all of these parts in the country, exactly as he did last time. But, you know, yeah. he's like, this time it's gonna stick. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Oh my god. They uh they do some fakes uh like they uh they the fun p- part is because this is all hugely illegal, obviously they can't have assistants in there. Only the ha- like they can't have they have to control the number of people who know yeah. about the illegal stuff they're doing, which of course fits exactly into Vincenzo's plans. Yeah. Because he is able to send in uh Oh my god, this scene. Well, first of all, he has his people. He has, he has people. his people yeah. all there making sure nobody else gets, gets in. in. Exactly. It's yeah. only the people that they want to target. Yep. And then we see uh and then we see one of the crystal balls, the one with the beard, the older one with the beard, or at least stubble, uh, wearing a heavy coat compared to everybody else who's not, coming up and going into the building. <laughs> yep. 
And by the way, I love that Vincenzo and Chayun are watching all of this from, like, yes. the ambassador suite at the hotel upstairs. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's so good. And he, uh, they let him in. And, oh, what does he bring in? He brings in a cake. The crystal ball. Yeah. Miss Che sees him and is terrified because she assumed Vincenzo had killed him. Yep. And he opens up his coat and finds out he's wearing a bomb. <laughs> and announces that he's being manipulated and controlled. And he desperately wants to get out of it alive. <laughs> and, uh, of course, Miss Che claims not to know him because it's, again, a corrupt cop he hired. <laughs> And it's like, if anybody tries to leave, the bomb goes off. Yeah. And he does a whole speech about how, I don't know who kidnapped me. I have instructions about what to do next. The uh, the entire cake I just brought in is a giant bomb that's going to kill everyone in this room in the next ten minutes. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, if you don't want to get blown to pieces, you have to abandon Babel. You have to tear up all of the contracts you just signed. You have eat to abandon... Them. Eat the contracts! I know! Uh, you have to hey, I'm sorry! Contracts. I know. Apo and get down on your knees and apologize. And then we flash back to the bomb being put on him. And yeah. he's told... And they're like, don't worry, it's a fake bomb. And he's like, and after this, our debt is settled, right? And, he, and Vincenzo's like, yep, our debt is settled once you do this one last thing for me. And he says, even, uh, come to see me the after the party's over and I'll give you what I owe you. And I'm like, oh, hell. Because we all remember, we yeah. all remember when he's promised Miss J that under no circumstances was he going to let the guys who killed her dad live. And this would appear to be him going back on that. But has Vincenzo ever really broken a promise? Nope. I don't know that he has. Uh, and he says, if you think, uh, and, th and then we get the greatest scene. Yes, because every, well, first of all, everybody is not believing that there's a real bomb there, like Juno yeah, so, and everything, you know, yeah. and. Miss Che is like, there's no way that's a real bomb. And Juno and the guys, and the head of Wusang is like, it looks like something he just, you know, cobbled together himself. That's not a bomb. This is all a con. This is a scam. And Until so, it's... what does he say? But what does he say? Oh, you want to know if it's true? In five seconds, the model of the Babel Tower will explode, and that will prove we had real explosives. And so we count down, five, four, three, two, one, and then he blows up. Yep. Oh my god! And Vincenzo did it so that, oh so that Chan, Chan, Chayun. Chayun. Chayun wouldn't have to. Yeah. Well, no, and that's the interesting thing, right? Because... Uh, Okay, so he blows up, and it's beautiful. Oh my god, it's so... I mean, it is. It's just such a great... I, okay, beautiful. No, but it's a beautiful surprise. Like, it is such a great surprise yeah. that he blows oh, yeah. up. And again, we know he had it coming. Absolutely he had it coming. There is no question about that. He was a corrupt cop. He murdered her dad. But it's like, this is a viciousness level of Vincenzo. Yes. That we knew he had, but we haven't actually seen. And Chayun is shocked that he did. He actually did it. Like she is legit. She did not know this was coming. You know, 
Yes, and then she yeah. thinks back. Uh, yeah. And he said, and Vincenzo's is like, do you really think I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't give them what they deserved since they killed your dad? And she thinks back to the time he said that. And he, and then he says, I was thinking about asking if you wanted to pull the trigger. But I ended up, you know, not wanting to put that on you. I said, well, that's essentially. Yeah, yeah that's what he's saying. About. Like, and, yeah. and but so also, and I mean, I want to say something that's a possibility. It's possible that he didn't want to give her a chance to say no as well. <laughs> that is possible. I'm not saying that that factored in too heavily, but it's like, if you surprise someone with something, they can't tell you not to do it. <laughs> dead is dead. Exactly. Like, this is over. Yeah. And it's like, and, and, and she takes it and she hears him and she's like, no, okay. I, uh, I can't forgive them for what I did. They did to my father. I'm in on this all the way. She has passed his final test. Yeah. Which she has gotten from the point of being a corrupt lawyer to a woman who is willing to murder people to get justice. Like, she has gone from a woman who perverted justice to a woman who is doing anything to get justice. So, that's a character arc. Yeah, that's a character arc. That and is it, a character arc. And a slow arc. progress. It really has. You know? And, um, well, yes, because she does have that flashback and remembers everything that happened when she saw her father. And we see, yep. we see the uh, crystal balls walking by behind yep. her. Yep. Because she knows at the end of the day, like, this is why this man, these two men are why her father is dead. And yeah, Miss Che ordered it. Yeah, it's it's ultimately Miss Che's responsibility. But that doesn't mean they get a, they get to get away. No, and because they would that. never have regretted it. That's the no. whole point. Exactly. Like, they never apologized to her. <laughs> That's the thing. Like. These guys could have tried to make it right, but they thought as long as they continued being scumbags for people, they were going to be fine. Because that's all they know how to do. And it's like, no, you maybe could have gotten out of this if you had shown some genuine remorse and put in an effort to make it right. But you never did that. You just kept doing the evil stuff, but for your new boss, so you thought it was going to be okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 100% it's fascinating like it's it's great because that is the message because I honestly believe that uh on some level I don't know what's going to happen but uh well we'll talk about it next scene because you're right I, I can't give away what happens in the next scene if somehow someone hasn't watched this and if you're still not watching Vincenzo oh my god if you're listening to us and not watching this show come on start like turn it on <laughs> It's it is incredible. I mean, it, because we don't give you half. I mean, we talk about it. We talk about the details, but you're missing so much of the color of this thing. Yeah. Um, all the color, all the moments, this beautiful performances from all the actors. Like, it's yeah. it's fantastic. It really I mean, is. Yeah. Again, there's nothing like it. Nope. There's nothing like it. And I mean that with the highest possible praise. I really do. Oh my god. And then, uh, so everyone has cancelled their deals with Babel. Everyone is running. The bomb is about to go off. But then it doesn't. It just sprinkles. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yes. And he unlo they unlock the doors and everybody gets out. Except uh, except for the people of Babel and Wusang. Yep. Who are trapped in there with the bomb. 
but then it's just a sprinkler. Yep. <laughs> he wasn't going to kill them that easily. No, he, no, no. He, he warned you. He warned you it wasn't going to be that easy. Oh my god. Oh. And as Vince and she says, uh, Chayun says, I'm surprised at how easy it was uh, to get what we want. And Vincenzo says, you think that's bad? The next party is going to be much crazier. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what does he have planned? Oh, I cannot wait to find out. <laughs> oh, which means, and I mean, things are going so badly that the head of Wusang decides, okay, it's finally time to make our move. I want out. I need to get out. And he tells the brother that you need to get out too. Like, we're getting out of this and I'm going to make this happen. And so he's like, I'm going to call in all of my favors and go see the guy who's going to be the next president of Korea. Yep. <laughs> well, South Korea, sir. Mm. <laughs> I, do, I can't just call it Korea, obviously. No, it's South Korea. It is South Korea. I'm not, you know, completely uh, at a loss about how this stuff works. Oh my god. And so then the remaining crystal ball was let go. They let him go. And he goes to see Miss Che and begs her for help. <laughs> Which is absolutely the wrong thing to do. <laughs> because Miss Che, uh, you know, he's, he says, I was working for Vincenzo. They made me. I'll tell you everything I know. Please just let me come back. And you know that Vincenzo knew he would do this when he let him go. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Uh, but his mistake was, this guy's mistake was, thinking that Miss Che had any sympathy in her. <laughs> yes. So, so what does she do? Oh, she has him beaten to death. I mean, that doesn't happen this scene. That happens next scene. But it's not like we have to dwell on it. The next time, oh, sorry, not beaten to death. Beaten nearly to death and buried alive. Yep. Yeah. Because she hasn't learned a thing. She refuses to learn these lessons. Vincenzo keeps trying to teach them lessons. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then we get a scene, uh, and they refuse to learn them. But who seems to be learning the lesson? Little brother. Little brother. <laughs> Chang Man-sek. <laughs> because he next time we see him playing hockey with Vincenzo. And of course Vincenzo is better than skating than he is. Of course he is. Come on, it's Vincenzo. He was obviously going to be. And essentially he's just saying, look, and we find out that he's the one who sabotaged the party. He gave Vincenzo all the information they needed to take down the party. He is actu actively working against his brother and trying to get out. Yeah. And it's the, he's making the right move for, like, the first time in his life. Uh, will he manage to get out? Well, we're going to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. But I just, I love how, and Vincenzo, like, compliments him and congratulates him on doing a good job. And it is so meaningful to him. Yeah, he's so stunned. Nobody's ever said Good job to him before. No one in his life. No one has ever told him good job. And it's like, he's done so many evil things, but it's like, you really don't get the sense that, I mean, he, he actually says later on that he just hates having to make decisions. I don't want to be in charge. I don't want to be, and you know, it's like, I don't have it in me. I can't be the boss, you know? 
he really does like he makes that clear he doesn't have it in him and well who knows how that's gonna play out oh but yeah like vincenzo basically just says good job i'll have more for you to do and leaves (laughs) and of course we get a moment where he bumps into vincenzo and even he is in love with vincenzo because everybody's (laughs) in love with vincenzo come on it's vincenzo (laughs) <laughs> the universal reaction everyone has to this man is immediately falling in love with him. <laughs> it is one of the funnier running gags on the show. I know. <laughs> everyone immediately falls in love with Vincenzo, because how could you not? <laughs> uh, but then, and then we get the payoff of what they planned. The party was just step one. Step two is... Take all of take this video footage we have of these guys being unbelievably corrupt at the party and use it to blackmail them. Yep. And the thing is, and all they are, and what I love is, what are they blackmailing them for? Oh, nothing big. You just have to completely abandon Babel. Yeah. Like, we don't want any of your stuff. You can keep doing all the corrupt business you want. You just have to abandon Babel. (laughs) Oh my God, what a plan. And so we get to see every one of our characters dressed in their wonderful mafia garb going and threatening public and private officials. And it is delightful. What an amazing montage this is. Yeah. All of them being so cold. All of them being so brutal. Like, all of them performing being gangsters. Yeah. And every one of them doing it in their own way. You know, everyone having their own twist on it. Right down to Mr. Tak. You know, threatening people with scissors. Yep. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's such a good scene. Oh my god, I love this scene so much. And, uh, oh right, and the thing we forgot to mention last week. uh, The head of the, the mobsters, right, calling himself a Nutria. Yes! The most vicious <laughs> rat there is. <laughs> and doing his little t- his little teeth flex at them. Yeah. <laughs> doing that. Like, it seemed so ridiculous last week. And you know what? It's even more ridiculous this week when he's <laughs> actually threatening someone with it. And oh. they're falling. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they no. All. And they are. What can they do? What can... Like, they literally have nothing they can do. They are trapped. They are done. And now we, you know, we head over to, uh, to uh, like, to Babel... And find out that everything is going to hell. Yep. Right? Just and, like Vincenzo said. And so his, uh, and so, oh my god, Jun Wu calls his brother in and says, uh, and, and reflects on, you know, how he's underestimated him and how he's abused him. Right? And, you know, and essentially how it's like, I got this moment of clarity. Like when Vincenzo put a gun in my face and shot off my ear i thought about the time you shot me and it's like how you really are more formidable than i ever thought you were and he makes his brother an offer that he will put him back in charge of like of the drug company like the drug company that you loved running so much that you were actually like like being the head of that will actually be your company and you will actually get to run it the way you want you won't be a front man anymore like you will be the president. And so this episode essentially becomes everybody is actually making offers. Like 
everyone is coming to Chang Man Suk and giving him everything he always wanted. Whether it's Vincenzo or his brother or as about to, or the, the next thing that happens, which is the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, um, the head of Wusang cuts a deal with our, you know, future president of Korea, right? To essentially put all of Babel's resources and all of Wusang's resources on his side if he gets made chief prosecutor. And hmm. part of the deal is that the unbelievably insane Jun Woo has to go away and Mansuk has to come back and bring some stability to Babel. So it's like every character is offering him everything he wanted. It's like, finally. And so now he has three offers on the table. He can, yeah. he can work with his brother. He can work with the new chief prosecutor and the president, or he can work with Vincenzo. Like for the first time in his life, he's getting to make a decision and he doesn't like it. No. <laughs> and he thought this is what he wanted, but he doesn't like it being the one who has to make the decision. Well, it's, it's very, it's, all of it's interesting yeah. because the deal that he makes, remember, it's the babe, it's still the guillotine file. Yeah, it is, of course. Right? Yeah, the, and is of course, you're right. The, the guy, all of this. Yeah, he, he wants to, uh, as long as they can get the guillotine file, that's what the president wants, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's what the future president wants. Because he is wants, as corrupt, as, 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 corrupt as anybody else. And he knows that if he gets his hand on the guillotine file, he could be president forever. He could be controlling the country. Uh, you know, in a way that no one ever has. So it's huge. And I love the scene, right? Uh, that uh, back at the, the law office, when Shayun is like, it's so unbelievably frustrating that everywhere we look, there's even more corruption, that there's no part of Korean society that isn't <laughs> corrupt. Like, I started out trying to take down Babel, but it turns out everybody is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no part of this damn country that isn't controlled like this. Yeah. Why it's almost like capitalism itself is the problem. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it, but no. <laughs> it's almost like these systems of control allow you to be like draw in the corrupt by their very nature. But anyway. Yeah. I'm not here to say that even though it's true. Uh but I just love watching everybody cut their deals and have no idea. Like, everyone is trying to protect themselves and find themselves a future and get free of Vincenzo, but none of them know what Vincenzo is planning. So they can't. Like, because all of this is based on the idea that they're going to get, like, Vincenzo and his plan and his control of the guillotine file is going to be out of the way. But of course, they can't possibly know that. And then Vincenzo goes to see the Buddhist monks. Yep. And says, okay, it's, it's, we've been great. This time I actually do need you to move. Seriously. I will, like, the, the building almost blown up. I can't guarantee your safety down here. We do need you to move. Nope. 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 They still don't want to. Nope. I mean... One the of them would be has. okay. One of them would be okay moving, but the uh, the head priest, nope, he just doesn't want to go. Wow! Oh my and then god! They and they have a discussion yeah. that we have no idea what it is. Yep, but they cut away, 
And then we get uh, the big confab uh, between everybody at the uh, all of the corrupt people at uh, the penthouse at Jun Wu's penthouse, right? And he uh, gives everybody their gifts because because guess who's there? The head, uh, in addition to you know the prosecutor and everybody else. Remember how the head of uh, the internal security? We found out he was at the last uh, the auctions. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's the only one, it's one of the a few people they've managed to keep on side as everybody else is turning against them. And uh, they give them these beautiful gold statues as a gift to thank them for staying corrupt. <laughs> it's nice. It's a nice scene. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, right, uh, they have a, uh, they're like, why wasn't the head of Wusang here? And it's like, oh, and they phone him up. And the head of Wusang's like, oh, because I, I was gathering, the reason I didn't show up is I was gathering a special guest. I want to have meet you all. <laughs> and meanwhile, while we're preparing for them to find out, you know, what he's pulling with the whole president thing, uh, <laughs> the head of ISIS, sorry, ISIS, the internal security. Well, that's what it's called, ISIS. <laughs> ISIS, I know. It's just, it's so weird to call it ISIS, right? Yes. Yeah. Maybe they watched uh maybe they watched Archer. <laughs> I know, right? Noda. But anyway, and then we get this great scene where we flash back and see uh, as we always do, there were always wheels within wheels, right? So we go back and we see a conversation that we never saw before between him and Mr. An. And it turns out that Mr. An told his boss all about the guillotine file. And asked him to go undercover for Vincenzo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he wasn't like we had been assuming his boss was corrupt this whole time, but yes. he was really undercover <laughs> for Vincenzo. <laughs> oh, because he wants to get rid of all the corruption too. And he's in a place to do it. He's in one of the few men in a position to do it. And he says, whatever you need, right? Whatever yeah. you need, I will do. <laughs> oh my god, it's so beautiful. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. Yeah, uh, and then we get an interesting scene where he has to tell the prosecutor, right? He, he tells, we find out the reason the local police have been backed off Vincenzo is that he went to the prosecutors and said, this guy is a really big fish. He has con like connections all over Europe. If you go after him, it will be a giant international scandal that you're going to be blamed for. Yeah, and it and will so destroy uses... Korea. Exactly. You're going to destroy the whole country if you try to go after this guy. That's how big the scandal is going to be. And the guy's like, well, he likes his corrupt position and he doesn't want to rock the boat. So that's why there's been a hands off of Vincenzo this entire time. <laughs> we finally get a reveal of why they've had to be hands off because the director called in the favors. It just yes. gets better and better. Like, it just gets better and better. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, Vincenzo, you are truly the most wonderful show. Oh, and, uh, Cho, Mr. Cho finally gets to come in from the cold. Yeah. <laughs> After yeah. all of this time, Mr. Cho finally gets to come in from the cold and stop being undercover and stop, you know, letting, and, and it turns out he actually, you know, knew Mr. An. This, like, 
Yes, and then it turns out that he doesn't realize Mr. Ann is a lot older than he looks. <laughs> I know. Respect. Respect. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> I, I know more bad stuff is going to happen, but it's it's so great to have this moment where after all of these episodes, it really does, and all of these twists and all of these, let's face it, brutal reveals, it really does feel like a plan is coming together. Right. It really does feel like finally they're a step ahead and they're making their moves. We've been waiting so long for this. And it's actually happening and I love it. So, yeah, just I mean, I we all know how highly I think of this show. But yes. this, these <laughs> set of scenes, these set of scenes are so beautiful, even within what an incredible show it is. Yeah. Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> okay uh so now they get the word about the whole uh the whole plan to move uh miss che finds out about the whole plan to let's face it take power away from her and babel and she ain't happy about that and jun Wu's really not happy about that because he's got powerful, but the president and the entire country being arrayed, like, arrayed against Babel? Not even all of their corruption and their bribery can do anything about that. Like, there is a limit to how corrupt they can make people, and they might actually be reaching that limit. Mm -hmm. So, what on earth are they supposed to do? <laughs> Oh, my God. And so it's like they might just have to sit back and take this. Although, will they? Well, we're going to find out next week. Because right now, <sighs> the head of Wusang announces to uh, announces to Mansuk that he's taking care of Vincenzo. He's called Interpol, and he's going to have, you know, the international cops deal with this so we can be hands off and he can't use his Korean connections to defend himself. <laughs> and he essentially says, now that I'm pre chief prosecutor, you know, and you're the president, we're going to be able to do whatever we want, which is like what he wanted from the f in the first place. Like, uh, it's it's interesting how the head of Wusang has, like, spent the pa all of these past episodes just trying to create the world he thought he had in the first episode. Like, he thought he had this incredible opportunity to run everything with a puppet, uh, with a puppet that he controlled in Babel, and he has pulled every string he could ever since then trying to make it actually happen. And it looks like he finally has. But yeah. there's stuff he doesn't know, because I, I don't know what's going to happen next. Again, I have not watched ahead, but Mansuk sure as hell doesn't say that he was working with Vincenzo, and he's the one who spoiled the party that made all of this possible. So, I, I still don't know whose side he's on. Even the younger brother. The younger brother, Mansuk, yeah, the younger brother, right? I still don't know what side he's on. <laughs> Nope. I still don't know what he's going to do. And the end of this episode makes that even more clear, which is we're about what we're about to get to, because the the team at Jipurangi is sure as hell surprised when the head of Wusang just becomes Korea's new top prosecutor. Well, not only that, but of they're course, completely blindsided by it. 
Well, yeah, and not only that, right? Um, yeah. And uh, Interpol, right? Yep. Is coming. Fly. We see Interpol flying in. Yep. Along with the local, the prosecutor's agents, like to go and collect Vincenzo. And then Vincenzo gets a call from Mansuk saying, you know, come and meet me. We need to talk about the next plan. And so he goes, and this is where we have, they're back on the rink, they're dressed for hockey, and we have this beautiful scene. And this is where he says the line that uh, I was talking about earlier, where he's like, I don't, I'm just not good being in charge. <laughs> like, it's just, this is all too much for me. I and don't like, know what to do. Yeah, As I you're don't know what to do. Showing up. Showing up and preparing to arrest him. He just yeah. confesses that he has no idea what he should do. He's been given these three gigantic opportunities and he doesn't know what to do. And he does. And he just wishes he didn't have to be the one to make these decisions. And then he pulls a gun on Vincenzo. Remember his revolver from earlier? Yep. And Vincenzo pulls a gun on him. Because <laughs> Vincenzo is ready for this. Absolutely, Vincenzo's ready for this. Vincenzo's you can't surprise Vincenzo. <laughs> what made you think you could surprise Vincenzo? And yeah, and this is the gun. And by the way, it is the gun we saw him get from Mr. Cho. And it yeah. looked like a real gun, and it certainly looked like it had real bullets with it. This is not another replica situation like it was last time, as far as we can tell. Like, it, the, everything that happened in that Mr. Cho scene certainly suggests that he's got a real gun this time, and this is a real threat. And, of course, Mansuk immediately starts trying to back away the minute he has a gun pointed at his head. And he's like, My, he's my like, gun's not loaded! My gun's not loaded! Oh, it's not loaded? We'll prove it. Put it to your own head and pull the trigger, if it's not loaded. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do that! <laughs> And all the, and I just love that it's like all he wants to do is back out of this, and Vincenzo won't let him. And then Vincenzo notices all of the cops there, yeah, coming to arrest and bring him back to Italy. Ah, oh, so what the hell is he going to do? And then, oh my God! If it wasn't intense enough already, yeah. Oh. He gets shot. He gets the shot. And so gets shot by. Mansuk actually pulls the trigger. Yeah, he pulls the trigger and. He actually pulls the trigger and hits Vincenzo in the shoulder. And Vincenzo collapses to the ice. And that's our cliffhanger. Oh my god. And this is why I told you not to watch it. I know. <laughs> And you get this moment of Mansuk being like, I can't believe I pulled the trigger. I can't believe I actually did something. I can't believe I made a decision. And he seems horrified that he did it. Yeah. I mean, horrified or at least shocked with himself. And, and, Vincenzo, and Vincenzo is shocked that he's been shocked. That he pulled the trigger. He can't believe this happened. Yeah. And he collapses to the ice. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Like, I know it's as off to the side as a wound can be. I know it's just a flesh wound. And I know Vincenzo can figure this out. But oh my god, this is the most brutal cliffhanger we've had in this entire show. 
Yeah, because... And it's an odd-numbered episode. So what the hell are they going to do to me in episode 18? <laughs> what the hell are they... No, don't say a thing. I know. I know you know. But God, what an episode. Just for, if nothing else, like, everything it does right. Like, well, this episode does everything right. But the fact that it manages to humanize Mansuk so much, right? To, like, really give him these moments as a character that he's never had before. Like, to actually show him winning for the first time in his life. And show how a man who has been, like, beaten down and told he's worthless his entire life. Well, what happens when he actually starts winning and has to make a decision? Gets he's not ready for that. He's he just, he's, gets everything he ever wanted. Yep. And he wasn't ready for it. And maybe this isn't what this wasn't a good thing for him in the, to want in the first place. Yeah. Like, it's a man who's handed everything he's wanted. He's like, oh, what did I like? Wanting this was never a good idea. And oh, God. And then he betrays Vincenzo. Or did he? I don't know. Maybe this is all Vincenzo's plan. That's the problem with this show. I honestly don't know if he really betrayed Vincenzo or not. I can't tell. Why are you doing this to me, show? Yep. It's it's brilliant. It is brilliant the way this sh this show keeps you off your off balance. Yeah. It never it never lets you find a firm footing. Cuz at any moment we can get a flashback that completely changes everything we know about what's going on. And you can say that's not fair, but the point is, this this is a guy, well, it's what he said in the episode, right? This is a guy playing chess with everybody all the time. And the reason he's so good at it is he never lets anybody see his moves. Nope. And, and I know, well, you're not allowed to play chess that way. Well, he is a criminal, so... <laughs> but the thing that I find so funny is we're just as much like being tricked by Vincenzo as everybody else is, you know, like they, the structure, while it's, you know, uh, while it's an easy thing to do to withhold audience information from the audience to trick us, it's in service of the show's theme and message and what it's like being in this world, because in this world, nobody has all the information. You know? You got it. Nobody has all the information. Everybody is constantly making moves based on assumptions and half knowledge. And all we know right from the first episode, and this is literally the first episode, all we can be sure of in this entire show is that Vincenzo is the best at the game that everybody is playing. Yes, that's That's it. the only thing we can be certain of. And that has been the whole run of the show. That Vincenzo has been making moves this whole time that we don't know about. Yeah, even as everything else is going on, you have yep. all the personality development. You yep. have, you know, I mean, it it is, we are going to go and go, this is a stunning achievement, and we've yep. still got three episodes. We've still got three episodes left. I know. Oh, this is going to be rough. This is going to be rough for me. Oh. I have no idea how rough this is going to be for me. I know. Uh, yeah. Just I wait. I envy you 
being able to just the first time you watch it, just sit down and watch the rest of the show. Because you were able to do that. Oh, yes, I was. And I'm sure when you got to these last few episodes, you just mainlined them. You just watched one after the other. Oh, yeah. Because how can you not? Yeah. Just shove the show right into my veins. That kind of thing. Yes. There was a couple of long nights. Oh. (laughs) Oh, I got to stop now. And I would stop in the middle of an episode. Yeah. Because that's the only way to do it. If you stop in the middle of an episode. Then you don't get to the cliffhanger. You yeah, don't get, get to it. the cliffhanger and have to watch the denouement of the cliffhanger, you know? Yeah, well, it's it's honestly like how I didn't plan to watch all of uh, Squid Game in a day and a half. But once you get to that episode where they're all four. like, where the cliffhanger, once you get to episode four and they're all about to get pulled off <laughs> while playing Tug of War, you're like, no, I'm watching the rest of this show. You can't not watch the rest of this show. And that's how Vincenzo is with its cliffhangers. If you let yourself get to the end of the episode, you're going to be watching that next episode. You can't stop yourself. Oh my God. But yeah, like I've, I've talked over and over. I've tried to come up with a way of describing how good this show is. And I've done my best, but like this thing is, it's a masterpiece. Like it really is. It is one of the greatest accomplishments in serialized television that I've seen. You know, because of how perfectly it handles every element. Like, there's no bad part of this show. What have we had to complain about? Go listen to our last bunch of episodes. We have recorded now. uh, Okay, we're in episode 17. So we have recorded. So the first two were four. Yeah. Right. So we have recorded 15 episodes about this show and i don't know what we've complained about maybe something well but every if, now if and then anything it sure as hell wasn't much okay every now and then like i can think of once or twice where you've had these little some minor complaints yeah. some minor complaints but they get settled shortly they get settled later on exactly because because you were so so used to not trusting that sure. a show would would do the right thing yeah would figure it out and pay it off every single time yeah. you know and and the very fact that you know they killed his off his mother oh my god well it proved That's to me it. that no but i mean that was the final proof to me that they knew exactly what they were doing and they are willing to go to every place they need to go to to give you the show that you deserve and how many shows can you say that about not too damn many like what this and hannibal you know know, it's like how many shows have the courage of their convictions it's like this and hannibal basically that's it yes and how how you know and we've still never seen we still don't know did bill and hannibal die (laughs) what did happen to will and hannibal at the end of that episode we don't know no maybe we'll never know no i we just have to assume that they fell off the cliff and died yeah Oh my god. Yeah, it's 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 that level of good. This show is Hannibal level good. And the the thing that's similar between it and Hannibal is it is quite clearly like and the, the difference between this and Hannibal is Hannibal needs half of the first season to find its footing and figure out what it wants to be, right? But then by the end of the first season, it knows what it is, and then from the second season on, it is just 
exactly what it wants to be for the rest of the show. And it's one of the greatest achievements in television history, right? Once they are freed from doing a case of the week at the end of the first season, uh-huh. it becomes like something you've never seen before in television. And the difference between Hannibal and Vincenzo is Vincenzo was that right from the start. Yeah. Knew exactly where it was going, what it yeah. was. And had the obviously had the money and the backing to do it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Hannibal, for that whole first season, like the network was forcing them to make a cop show and they didn't want to make a cop show. Yeah. Right. And whereas this show, right from the very first episode, they got the freedom to be exactly as crazy and innovative as they wanted to be. Like everything. <laughs> well, I think he must have, as I said, he must have gone with the entire you know, he must have oh, yeah. gone. No, no, he, he showed up. Pitch. I'm sure he showed up with this in t- like, maybe the whole show was already written by the time he pitched it, you know, like for Squid Game, you yeah. know, where he had already written the whole show. Because that is that is what it feels like. It feels like a thing that sprung all like fully formed. Yeah. You know, I in the same way, know. right from the start. Right from the start, you get all of the people you get everything um set set right there's no there's no people growing into their roles which is a lot of what you see in um a lot of other most other television is that in the beginning right they don't know who exactly these characters are they don't even know who they are exactly that's the problem is when you're when your actors don't quite know. I mean, clearly, yeah. at least Vincenzo what, must have known from beginning to end what was going on. Oh, absolutely. Um, because he walks into that and he knows exactly who he is. Mm-hmm. And we are given exactly who he is. And yep, then yep. so that we can actually see his development as a character. It's yeah. the same thing with, with Chung, Chung, Chai Young. Chai Young. And even with her father. Yep. I mean, her father was, as I said, I've seen him in other, other things. Such um, an incredible performer. It was, yes. I mean, all of these, the performers, I don't know how long he did prep with them. Well, um, right from the first episode, them. you're right. Everything is there that we're going to see for the rest of the show. Yeah. Right from the start. Yep. Oh, there's there's uh, there's like I said, there's almost nothing like this show out there. Like it is it is Hannibal level. The idea like fully executing an idea, having an idea and executing it perfectly in a way that almost no show ever gets a chance to do. And they pulled it off in every episode, in every scene. So, yeah, uh, Vincenzo's the best. I cannot wait to see the next episode. And I'm not going to. I'm going to watch it right after we start <laughs> finish talking. And you might say, yeah, but then you're going to have to wait two days to talk about it again, and you're going to be really pissed off. And I'm like, okay, you're right. I'm going to wait till the night before we record it. As much as I want it right away, I'm not doing this to myself again. (laughs) Will I watch how Vincenzo gets out of the getting shot and lying bleeding on the ground of a hockey arena? Yes, I will watch that. I obviously (laughs) will watch that. I'm not insane. But I'm not going to watch the rest of the episode. I'm going to have a little self-control. As I said, it was hard. I used to watch it till about the middle, or at least until after the cliffhanger was resolved. And because I did watch it relatively quickly, I mean, it it just sold me. It was so funny because it wasn't the first Korean 
South Korean drama I watched, right? No. That was Good Detective, The yeah, Good yeah. Detective. And that sold me on being the willing genre. to watch other things. And I did watch. I watched The Stranger. And then you all watched, of a sudden... Um, you watched... Well, no. And then you watched um, uh, Designated Survivor. Yeah. And then Vincenzo showed up in my feed. And, and I'm like, oh, what's this? What's this? I started watching it and I went, oh, shit. <laughs> by the end of that first episode, how are you not hooked on this? Hey, look, by the end of the opening sequence, how are you I not I know. Hooked? Yeah, I know. When he said the that vineyard on fire. When he said that vineyard on fire, you're like, oh my God, what am I watching? Yeah, what am I watching? He he sets the vineyard on fire, then he murders the assassins, then he blows up his brother's car and ditches the country, and you're like, I am on board for whatever this character wants to do next. I yeah. am just fully on board for whatever this guy has in mind. <laughs> and he hasn't disappointed us yet. Nope. <laughs> no. All right. So that's that. Uh, as always, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, obviously, Vincenzo's the best, and we hope you're enjoying it as much as we are. Although I don't know if that's possible. We do enjoy the show a lot. Yep. Uh, third time through. <laughs> third time through for her. Oh, my God. It's that good. It's that good. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm watching this all again. Yeah. And that once I can just appreciate what they're doing. Yeah. Cause I'm going to be able to appreciate it. All of the setup this time. Once now that I know where the payoff is, yeah, I will appreciate how elegantly they're doing this. Anyway, it's fantastic. Uh, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if there's any profiling related fiction, you think we should check out, please drop us a line at profiling criminal minds at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. If you were listening to this on some sort of an app or podcatcher, uh, I would encourage you to rate and review it. That's how people find the show. And of course, the big one, if uh, if you want to hear more from us, join us back here every Wednesday for Style Section, the Wise Guy podcast. And then we'll see you back here next Tuesday for Vincenzo episode 18. Just three episodes left. And... I can't wait for him. I know. It's going to be oh, good. As I say, if only life didn't get in the way. I know. We just do this every day. Yeah, well. And, we done, and we'd be done this week. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. Could have done this yesterday and then today. This today. I know. I've already been on 18. Wednesday 19 and Friday 20. I could just see it. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't shock me at all. All right. So we'll see you back here for that. But until then, au revoir. And have a good week. Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks Podcasting Network.